0: Everyone who has ever gone fishing has eventually told a fishing story, not of the fish that they caught, but of the one that got away. And by the way, the more times they tell the story, the bigger the fish gets, right? Now the biggest and greatest fishing story ever told was Moby Dick by Herman Melville. In this story, though, Melville did not have to exaggerate the size of the fish because Captain Ahab was pursuing the great white whale, Moby Dick. The novel was both the tale of a whale and a whale of a tale. <laughs> I actually listened to the audiobook of that novel consisting of 16 CDs. And it took me over two years to complete it, driving around Fort Smith in my car. The story was as long as the fish. I even got seasick several times and had to pull over to the side of the road. (laughs) There are many layers of meaning and symbolism in this epic fishing story. Probably as deep as the ocean where the white whale Moby Dick swims. But I just want to point out one. And most people would probably disagree with me. See if you can catch my drift. Captain Ahab chases Moby Dick all over the seven seas until the final showdown, where Abraham, Ahab sacrifices his life to try to catch the white whale. My own interpretation of that is that Ahab is like Christ, who gives his own life to catch each of us Christians. In other words, Captain Ahab loved Moby Dick more than life itself. And Jesus loves each of us more than his human life, which he sacrificed on the cross. Jesus is willing to die to catch each of us And we are far more precious to him than that white whale was to Captain Ahab. In the gospel today, we hear another great fishing story involving someone who probably told plenty of fishing stories himself, namely St. Peter, the fisherman, as he is called. In this case, though, the fish in question is not the great white whale but rather St. Peter himself. Peter is the fish, and Jesus is trying to catch him. And by the way, it was not easy for Jesus to catch Peter. He was almost the big one that got away. Do you remember how dramatically Peter denied Jesus three times while warming himself by that charcoal fire in the high priest's courtyard just a couple of weeks ago on Good Friday. But it is only after dying for, Jesus, for him that Jesus is able to sort of catch Peter. And thus Peter professes his faith three times today when he realizes how much Jesus loves him. But notice that the context for catching Peter is fishing. Fishing. And this episode of John chapter 21 was identical to the very first time Jesus caught Peter's attention back in Luke chapter 5. When Peter first fell in love with Jesus, both are fishing stories that share three striking similarities. First, Peter and his friends are fishing all night and they catch nothing. Second, in both Luke 5 and in John 21, Jesus advises them where to fish, even though they're the professional fishermen. And then third, in both episodes, they catch so many fish that the boats almost sink. In the first fishing story from Luke chapter 5, Peter acknowledges his sins. He says, leave me, Lord. I am a sinful man. And in the second fishing story from John 21, which we just heard, Peter acknowledges his love for the Lord three times. The point is, Peter was a hard fish to catch. And it took Jesus three years of preaching and teaching and finally dying on the cross to reel Peter into the boat. My friends, I would suggest to you That Peter's fishing story where he is the great white whale and Jesus is like Captain Ahab dying to catch him is parallel to our own fishing stories where we are the fish that Jesus is after. But in our case, it takes Jesus a lot more than three years to haul us in. Let me explain what I mean. For cradle Catholics, those who are born and baptized Catholics, we first fall in love with the Lord when we receive our first Holy Communion, right after making our first confession. Remember that? Like Peter, in Luke chapter 5, we acknowledge our sins and we start to follow the Lord with all our hearts. We can't wait to go to Mass every Sunday as an eight-year-old. But every time I give communion to those first holy communicants, to those innocent children, I wonder in the back of my mind, how many of you will deny even knowing Jesus when you turn 18 and go to college and stop going to mass? Like poor Peter, on Good Friday, we warm ourselves by the charcoal fires of this world called college and frat parties and denied Jesus a lot more than three times. But our Lord, like Captain Ahab, does not give up on us so easily. He will chase us across the seven seas and to the ends of the earth. How so? Maybe he sends a Catholic wife into our life and she invites us to start going back to mass and then the Lord uses the bait of precious children to teach us our forgotten faith by their words and example and finally we retire and stop chasing after money sex and power and decide to go fishing instead like so many retirees Have you noticed how many grandfathers like to take their grandchildren fishing? That is the one thing my dad always wants to do with his grandchildren. And maybe in a moment of prayerful silence, as grandfather and grandson sit side by side in the boat, waiting for the water to move, and a line of tugging on the line It occurs to them who the real fisherman is, Jesus, and who the real fish are, you and me. Like Peter in the gospel, we realize Jesus has been fishing for us from the time we were that little seven-year-old child making their first Holy Communion. And finally, we profess our love for him maybe at the end of our life. We begin to glimpse that Luke chapter 5 and John 21 are not only about Peter, but about each of us, and captures our own Christian story. And that is the best fishing story of all. Indeed, it is a whale of a tale. Praised be, Jesus Christ.